Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer Bourbon in a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 11. So today, film fans, we're going to be talking about our summer wrap-up. We're going to give you a little idea, a little talk about how we felt about all the movies from the summer, kind of what they did and what they didn't do, what worked, yeah. what didn't work. Like a nice little roundup. Oh, yeah. So we'll be talking. So, Tawana, what are we drinking today? Well, today, since uh, it's the summer wrap-up, you know, we got to finish with a nice little strong summer beer. This is my first time actually having this particular one, but it's Allagast Saison, which is basically like a Belgian farmhouse style ale. It's made American made, right? It's made in uh, Portland, Maine. So it has this like Maine interpretation of a classic Belgian farmhouse style ale. Lots of notes of citrus, some peppery spice, accompanied with like some pleasant malt characters and some uh, tropical aromas. It's got sort of like an addition of some dark sugar round, a little Belgium, but it's really good. Nice dry palate. I like it. It's a little tasty. <laughs> nice. Glad you like it. Well, I brought something special for you today since we're celebrating the summer, mm. and I found something that I know you like, and this is this Jim Beam Apple, and yes. it's a it's a great summer kind of splash of a flavor. Gives you a little bit of apple. Not as much bourbon as I like, but it's right. nice and tasty. It still gives you all those, those sweet and honey flavored uh, bourbon notes, but you get that apple flavor too. It's yeah. an apple liqueur that they add to it. Goes good with a little ginger ale. Yeah, that's what we're drinking today, folks. All right. So, what are we doing? Let's get into it. First up, we had a we had a list, right, of okay, the summer wrap up. So, the list was Girls Trip, Annabelle Creation, Baby Driver, and The Incredible Jessica James from Netflix. You're forgetting one more film. Are we? Yeah, it's the Alex's Mexico vacation. No, oh, 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 oh. oh yes, folks, and Alex is back with us. Oh, well, that's right. I am oh, back. Alex, oh, welcome hey, back. Hey guys. Welcome back. Oh, I hey. mean, you know, hey, 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 you were gone for so long. I was. I was gone for a while. <laughs> um, there was a slight delay on delivering episode ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's because I like didn't personally record it, and so. <laughs> I was, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, it's like know. this like that, stepchild that I had to look at. So you were like, a little conflicted, huh? That sounds yeah. like but, No, but the honest truth excuses. is I did go away to Mexico for a week. It was glorious. I swam with turtles. Nice. <laughs> uh, and and then, you were diving off a bunch of shit too, I was you? diving off a bunch of shit, yeah, also nice. known as boats and reefs. Nice. Boats and reefs. Boats and reefs. Boats and um, And yeah, and then just work just got crazy. But Well, we did miss you. We did miss you. <sighs> I missed being here. No one can replace you. No. They can't. But that guy was not terrible. Well, Kevin, I don't mind that guy. I don't mind Kevin. Well, Kevin, mind Kevin. Kevin was the shit. Kevin yes, Fairchild. Kevin was nice. Thank we you, love Kevin. you. Thank you for stepping in. I mean, Kevin can imitate, but he can't replace. That, no, he that cannot is replace. True. Do you know what I mean? You know he's what a mean? good substitute. That is true. He, did, like, he did. He gave you shit. He's like Stevia. I like that. And he I gave like his shit. He's Stevia. That is true. He's the Stevia of sugar. That's right. Stevia of sugar. Stevia of sweet. Well, let's give the fans what they're listening for today. I taste better, but I'm bad for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're a cavity. You're a cavity waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I love it. Anyway, I'll shut up and let you guys. All right. Anyway, do your thing. So uh, we're talking about girl strip. Yes, we'll start with girl strip. So this is by Malcolm D. Lee. We all know Malcolm D. Lee, right? Yes. Best man, best man wedding reunion. The last one. That's yeah. my wedding, right? And then he had uh, my favorite, uh, Malcolm Dealey, undercover brother. Not my favorite, but I see what my like favorite it. though. Really crazy and funny, but uh, you know, cousin of Spike, but he's he's made his own name. Yes, he definitely has made his mark. Uh, I I absolutely loved uh, Girls Trip. It was it was everything you wanted it to be in that in that girl comedy, friends getting back together after so many years, right. doing that road trip together. They, right. they brought it all on, on film, and, and they had a perfect product placement with the Essence Music Festival. For anybody that doesn't know about the Essence Music Festival, it's an empowerment festival that happens for black women uh, all over the U.S. There's a concert series. There's all kind of um, 
conferences and empowerment workshops for women parties. and they travel all over the world and there's tons of parties and me and my fraternity brothers used to go every year like clockwork i went for like five years in a row because where there are beautiful women they're going to be men so oh, yeah. it was a party and, and good and time some lesbians. and some lesbians it's too. new orleans they got a scene it is new orleans and, and new orleans served it up well and this this movie spotlighted that very well and i think that we got a nice taste of what it is when friends come together, even after a long period of time, where you saw yeah. them their relationship. And it, yeah. it wasn't always pretty on some ends of it, but of it was it, it was funny. Yeah. And I think that it had enough tension in it between the, the different characters right. that you felt all the different elements of their friendship. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I like, well, I will be honest. I was not thrilled to see this because I thought it would be... Like another just like comedy, black comedy, where we're supposed to laugh and then cry and talk about God a little bit. And then everybody comes to a hallelujah moment at the end and we all get together. And I just didn't no, want to do that. And this it isn't was, a Perry Okay, film. but listen, it wasn't that. I will give it that. It was this film about these four lifelong friends who traveled to New Orleans, like you said, for this festival. Sisterhoods rekindled, wild sides are explored and rediscovered, just dancing and drinking and just craziness, mm -hmm. right? Romancing in the big easy. Yes. It was nice. It was it felt typical girls trip movie, but just um made a bit better. It was lots of summer fun, laughable moments, you know. Tiffany Haddish. She is the breakout star of She's the breakout movie. star. I found out some stuff about her that I had no idea. She has a checkered past. Yeah, she and she's, she's made it. But she's she's very real in this film, and she's very relatable. She can't help it. And I think that in everybody's friendships with with their friends and their peer groups, yeah. everybody has a friend that's like Tiffany. Mm -hmm. She's she's you know she stands out, but she definitely, definitely stole every scene she was a part of. Oh yeah. But it was a great ensemble piece because I think Queen La Queen Latifah did great work. So did Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, my girl. First of all, I'm just gonna say, interrupt you real quick. Props to Regina Hall, <laughs> Regina Hall and Lorenz Tate. A superstar. The crazy chemistry. Yes, there's crazy chemistry between Regina Hall and uh, Lorenz Tate, yeah. and it was so good to see them on film yeah. together. And this movie, I I'm, I keep saying it. I'm actually gonna send. And I was thinking this as we were watching the film that I'm gonna send Malcolm Lee a note because there needs to be a movie with Regina Hall. And Lorenz Tate. And Lorenz Tate. Because well, they he's have, making a third, I think. But they it? have such a powerful chemistry together. And they I was do. like, wow. They need like a just, Love Jones Yeah, too. they need a Love Jones Like after type of Nia movie. dies. Right. Well, <laughs> Nia's never going to die. Let's, let's, let's get back in your lane. Listen, but, I'm always in my lane for Nia. But, but, but if, he, if he ever wants to cast another kind of romantic comedy type of film. They did do well together. This would be perfect to see. Because they really had a lot of chemistry on the screen. Yeah, and props to them for uh, actually the production in itself for exceeding projected earnings. Absolutely. And Girls Trip and being the first film made by uh, blacks, starring blacks, um, produced by blacks to earn over $100 million. Yeah, and you know the thing about this movie, this movie was paired against Rough Night, which starred Scarlett so Johansson. It was and, trash. And, and it was a bigger studio production, and they didn't figure that Girls Trip would do anything or make no, any money. because they thought what I thought. First of all, the studios in Hollywood don't value the black dollar. They don't value and the black so, girl dollar, too. So especially how many the black women. women. So the whole groups. thing is people went in droves to see this film, and I'm, I'm very yeah. happy about that. Yeah, it was But very not nice. as many people went to see... Rough night, but I guess it'll get a lot of international maybe run, Netflix but play, still not as many um, like streaming because the numbers aren't as high as uh, yeah, what Girls Trip is doing. So you know, more power to them. They're gonna keep making them. Scarlett Johansson's gonna keep working. Stop underestimating the black girl. Whatever, but we that really money worked, Hollywood didn't it? that hundred mil underestimating the I know people. girls that went and saw it three times. Oh yeah, three times. Three times seventeen. Three mm -hmm. times seventeen dollars wow. a woman. They went in groups of four, five. Because right. it was it was a gathering. It was and a gathering, night, totally. The, the night that Tawana and I saw the film together, there were groups of older women, not just yeah, it wasn't you know, just younger women, but it was groups of women groups. in general. It was just groups of women, and older women were coming together. Yeah, who hadn't seen each other in a long time, just like in the premise of this film. Yeah, definitely. That came together just to watch the movie. So, the fact that it can do that speaks volumes to what Hollywood is missing. I mean, I think I think Hollywood understands what it's missing. I just think Hollywood doesn't like to take a chance. And when well, it doesn't take a chance, it misses out. 
That's the reason for all the box office failures this summer. Exactly. So there we go. It's been yeah. a brutal. It's been it's, a brutal one. It's yeah. been brutal, but that's America. Right. <laughs> it's been a long, hot summer. But then there's been Speaking some real breakout hits, though, at the same been time. There's been some breakout you know hits. I mean? it's, it's almost like just with the, the disruption of the film industry in general, it's kind of a disruption of genres, I've, I've really been Yes, seeing. it yeah. absolutely has been a disruption of genres. I feel like some sort of low-key guys really came in. And then there were some power hitters that were power hitters from the jump, like uh, Wonder Woman. Right. You mm. knew that was going to blow it out, and it blew it. It's I saw it still playing in a theater oh, it's, yeah. in it's my neighborhood. Happened. It's been released on DVD now. And it's still playing in theaters. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so crazy. And it's been it's, it's already been signed. It's going to be a, a sequel, and the director's on again. She needs to make, like, four more. She's already set. So, it's, <laughs> so she's happen. set up for for. for, for the, Number two? Number yes. two. And number three? Up. Do you think? Because often they'll sign oh, for a I trilogy. Would, I, I would am bet, almost guaranteed. I would bet there's three, maybe even four. And I think yeah. maybe they'd stop at four because she's doing um, Justice League. Isn't she doing Justice League? Oh, she's doing Justice League. I don't think she's doing Justice she's League. She's in Justice League. The poster. Oh, you mean Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. in. I'm talking about the director. The, the oh, yeah. Oh, the director. Yeah. No, no, no. Justice League gets Wonder not. Woman is part of Because if it's the same director, who, who did Superman? The new Superman. Because uh, those are boring as. No, it's it's not. And then, him. No, no it's Batman not him. was. They have a different. They have different directors. But the whole point is that yes, Wonder Woman is part of the new Justice League. It's already yeah, set. It's already shot. So uh, that's gonna happen. It's but in post. It's yeah, it's in post right now. So it's already shot. It's gonna happen. Um, and look forward to that. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. But that was one of the movies also that they initially did not expect to do as well as it has. So once again, you know, what Wonder the Woman games are changing. Yeah, they did. They really did not have. High expectations for that. Initially. I think what happens is they underestimate the power of women's money. Oh well, well I and I most like they underestimate women, tweens, and gays. These are the people that fucking spend cash, and if you're not paying attention, you're gonna lose out. Oh well, Patty Jenkins. That's mm, who yes. to do. I mean, it's the, it's, you know, it's the, it's the well, di- you know, when you have people like men. exactly, but when you have people like. Uh, Cameron, who talks about the fact that it would have been a better movie if had a woman not done it. Shut the fuck up. He needs you to be working stole on Avatar. from four movies to make Avatar. <laughs> it was fucking, it was fucking Dances with Wolves, fucking Pocahontas, fucking Roots, and like something else. Like cut the shit. Yeah. And now you got a big ass thing in what Disney? Did he really say that? Yeah. Yes, he did. No. But why? Why do you have to hate? Don't hate. Just let it rock. He's looking for a new wife. It's, it's time for him. Looking to, for a new wife. A younger woman. Oh, no, younger, younger woman. Bride. Fuck him. He lost out. Linda Hamilton was the end. That was it. You weren't getting anything else but straight okay. gutter snipes and tramps after okay. that. Okay. I mean, what? We, we digress. You could read them uh, yeah. Pocahontas books to sleep when you go to bed. You fucking pervert. <laughs> well, what I've liked about what I've seen this summer is like. Yes, there's been a huge range of films um, by women and, and people of color. Yes. And the greatest thing about it is because the narrative of the you know of politics of the day yeah. is that we've all this kind of affirmative action diversity is being shoved on America, mm-hmm. and that it's done kind of purely to push an agenda, not to sort of allow the best people in their fields to at least have a chance to rise to the top. And what I've loved at least with film this year is that it's just shown how people of color and women can make absolute box office smash yeah. hits you know what i mean it's oh, like yeah. the craft. It's regular it, stories it, it, you know what i mean it's just regular stories and it's, right. there's no like this person was put there and so that's the right. reason why they, they, they actually delivered they the best product actually can deliver good products absolutely and that's been awesome to see it has been awesome to see well like and i said I and, and once again back to back to girls trip i think that it just kind of opened the door to more work being done by those four actresses and and, and 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 being able to dig deeper because we have as African Americans in this country, we have a lot more stories to tell. And we're not all just thugs, criminals and beautiful young professional women on trips. And we're deaconesses. Actually, we, and deacons. We, yes, we're not all in the <laughs> church either. So there's a lot of different stories that you can tell in America. And, I'm sorry, uh, I'm a little ignorant. It's just kind of opening the door to that. And thank you very much, Tawana. You really are. <laughs> but it's okay. We love you still. Um, What did I read the other day? Sophista Ratchet? Sophistica Ratchet? Oh, what you're a Sophistica Ratchet? Yeah, like okay. you, you have the education, you can speak well, and you can exist in higher uh-huh. 
you know, societies. So you're you're a little but bit of that. You also speak. Basically, what it means is you speak job interview and you speak street. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you know, there was actually a, um, a video that kind of went a little bit, or a little sort of skit, a little sketch. Sorry, that kind of yeah. went a bit. That went viral, at least in New Zealand. So going viral in New Zealand is it's not a high metric. It's like fifty people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those are the people with the internet. Look, I was already. Shitting on it. I don't need you to come in on the top. Of that. Thank right. you. He said fifty. Fucking opportunist. But, <laughs> but um, no, it was it was that exact because we've talked about that before, right? Yeah. But it was it was that same kind of job interview and street, but in New Zealand culture. Right. right. And so it has this. Um, there's three flatmates and they're Maori and Pacific Island. Okay. Pacific Islanders, and they're trying to get like their phone, their like internet or their phone fixed, right? And so they call up and the dude has like a pretty street kind of New Zealand voice. It's right. the best way to describe it. And he's like, oh, you bro, I just need to get, um, yeah, my internet's broken, eh? Like I need to get it fixed like fast as. And so, <laughs> so that's, anyway, so then and the dude on the end of the line is like, I'm sorry, sir, but it would seem that we are a bit delayed in getting fixed there. And he's like, oh, bro, I've been trying to get it for like two weeks and you're never <laughs> fixing it, eh? This is bullshit, bro. Um, anyway, and so he's not getting it fixed. And so then his flatmate says, Oh, Rangi, you just need to uh, need to put on, um, just need to speak Pakia, which means like speak like a white dude. Right. She's like, let, let me put on my job voice, bro. And so right. chuck the phone over here. So she grabs the phone and she's like, hello there, Tony. This is uh, Suzanne here. And she just does this like killer switch over. So I, exactly. I just, I, I, I loved it. And then it was, and it was great because then on the other end of the line were the call center guys. And there were these two like ruthless kind of biker looking dudes. And he's like, <laughs> Bro, just a couple of brown people trying to speak white A to get preferential service. Real sad <laughs> to see people do that to try to get uh, get through nowadays. That's what yes. we gotta do. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry I'm walking the podcast down this line, but no, I just like that like this absolutely. is a very translatable experience, you know. Of course, all absolutely. genres. And so, and and speaking to that, I think we need to pause for a second here. I'll pause for a second. Professional pause. Professional. I'm gonna pause. be back in a minute, and we're back. Yeah. Well, so. you know, speaking to that, I think that. And once again, Girls Trip was a good example of, of, of just that. Yes. Because Tiffany Haddock's character, she was definitely the street. She was the street you, with no job interview. Yeah, she was the street. <laughs> At all. Whereas uh, Jada Pinkett was definitely job. And job. Regina and, and Queen so Latifah was, Regina, was and the Queen blended Latifah. between. Yes. Because Regina Hall was basically like Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oprah Jr. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how that goes. Yeah, and it was it was just great. Like I said, I'm, I'm just I'm very happy about that movie. I left the theater happy, motivated, smiling, wanting to go back to New Orleans for Essence Festival, and I will go back next year. Yes, I'm going with you. And yes, Tawana will be going too. Because I love New Orleans. Yes, she does. She like a, my second home. It's a special place in her heart. It's so special in my heart, and it maybe it is a it, little below her. Yes, but it's but it's yes. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that I love it. So. You know, once again, put Girl Strip on your list. Put Girl Strip on your list. When it comes out on DVD, pick it up, share Support it with your friends. Support it like you did Hidden Figures and don't don't fake the funk. Absolutely. Just really pay attention. Absolutely. A lot of fun. Lots of fun. What's the next movie? Annabelle Creation. If you'd like a little horror in your We've life. We've been waiting for this. And the, Tawana and I are both horror fans. She's a little bit more than I am because she's, she's one of them old school. I'm Fandango, baby. She's a little crazy late 80s, 90s horror. But I'm, yeah. I'm a little more old school horror. But I, I have a Older appreciate 80s, 90s? any of the Conjuring series in, in that franchise. And I think that this this Annabelle saved the day because it the original did. Annabelle was, was trash. Horrible. But they were able Straight to trash in millennial speak. They were able to to save this. They were able to save this in a way that made perfect sense. And I think that yeah. you got a little bit you know, they, they gave you all the tropes of horror. Yeah. But they also added some new twists to it. And I think that that's what it was, was interesting. The most fun about it. And it turned out to be basically a prequel because this yes. was like, um, this was years before, like maybe 20, 20 years or so before yeah, we come across, mm-hmm. if not more, if, before we come across the Annabelle. Because this, in this, it's like 12 years after, the, it takes place 12 years after the tragic death of. Um, their little girl, it's this doll maker and his wife, and they welcome in this nun and several girls from a shuttered orphanage into their home, uh, where they soon become the target of this doll maker's uh, possessed creation, Annabelle. This is where Annabelle came from. So their daughter died, and then that whole turnabout where, you know, 
the doll wants to come into the to a real person, da 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 da, da, da you know, whatever. The spirit wants to come into a real entity, which is a doll, and that's how we got Annabelle. And so when the girls come in, they're sort of warned not to go in certain places and they don't listen. Um and so the movie starts. And it was really interesting because it there was it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was shot pretty well. Yes. Um, there was a great deal of suspense, which, you know, it was kind of like, hang on a little. And um, the little actresses in it did yeah. a really good job. Those kids are really good. I think that, you know, Hollywood ignores a lot of the kid actors, yes, but I, I think, think so that there was some, some good work done by those children. And um, and some of the um, some of the older performers, too. But I think that then, because this movie was really an ensemble piece. It was an ensemble. Because you can't really say there was one particular star. No, no, no. But I think that there was some some great moments here. And it was... It was hard in a way that wasn't it wasn't gory and it was grotesque, never gory. but it it, it kind of left you at the edge of your seat wondering what was going to happen next. You, there was suspense. For me, this is the way horror should be. Horror mm-hmm. should be uh, full of suspense. And the way we learned it in school is you sort of play with this mezzanine, which is a, which is a term which is like you know everything happens within one frame. There are mm-hmm. no cuts, and it sort of plays on your own individual fears. Right. Uh, with darkness, with footsteps, with 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 being in a room without a closed door, like right. stuff like that, and it's really started to play on it. And I liked it, and I liked two things I really liked about it. One, I liked the little girl that played the f- best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in uh, Ouija. Yeah. The second Ouija movie with the little girl. She yeah. was the. She was the evil little she girl. She was the evil little girl. Um, so I really liked her because she was good in this as well. Yeah, she's she's got a creepy little look she's about her. Got a creepy her. little, but creepy little innocent look about her. Because one crazy. minute, one minute you think, oh, she's so sweet, she's so nice, oh, yeah. and the next minute she's the devil. Oh yeah, and completely. her head is spinning around completely. But, uh, she, but she did a good job. She did a good movie. job. And then the other part I liked is that they sort of allude to all the other tenants in like The Conjuring, like they alluded to the nun, and that doesn't give anything away. Because really nothing comes of it. But they allude to the nun right. that we saw in the other Conjuring films that was in, was it the second? No, it was the first one. Right. What the picture of that scary looking nun on the wall that sort of slides across. Yeah. And then sort of taunts. Uh, All these films kind of tease other each, films. But they tease films, films to other come. stories <laughs> right. within the series. Right, because there's so many things that can happen in, well, so in many the possibilities of Conjuring. Happened to that, those, uh, that couple. Yeah. So many things happen with them, with the Warrens, yeah. you know. So they had a lot to say. Yes, yeah, so I, I think that they gave they gave horror fans a good treat, and they gave yes, fans they of the of the franchise a boost because we oh, yeah. after seeing the first Annabelle incarnation, I wasn't really sure where was this one was going to go. It wasn't really good, but. You'll see it. You'll see how this movie works out because they kind of tie it all together. They so, tie it all together at in the end. a beautiful way. So stay for after credits. Yeah, it's just stay there and, and watch it all. Yeah, I think, it's, it's I think nice. you'll get a nice little treat there. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was interesting. Don't don't scoff it. Go see it um, and definitely check it out. I mean, it was lots of fun. And if you like a good horror movie, this will give it to you. This will deliver the scares. And we needed some horror movies before we got to it, so it's coming. Yes, before we got to it, which we'll talk about. In the next episode. Next episode. So the next one, next up, next up, leads us into Baby Driver. Oh, Tawana's favorite movie of the Fucking year. Trash. She right. loves it. I didn't see it. First of all, I'm going to need Alex to see some If movies. you are ever older than 25, I would say that you've seen this movie before. This was like Soul Man. This was this was a series of other films sort of mixed in together. And we've seen, you know, car chase movies. We've seen uh, heist movies. We've seen movies where, like, the white guy is obsessed with music and it becomes his whole life. But this sort of had, like, an amalgamation of everything where it was like Baby Driver stars a guy named Baby, right? And he's a young man who is partial who is a partially hearing impaired getaway driver who is with the right track just blows your mind in terms of his impressive style of driving to say the least um but at this critical talent he sort of needs to survive his indentured servitude to this crime boss named doc played by kevin spacey and uh however 
just when baby thinks he's sort of free of everything, he's sort of coerced back into this last, like, ridiculous, doomed heist. Um, and then the movie goes from there. My thing about this movie is it ends and stops a million fucking times, and I wanted to kill it. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Okay, so Ansel uh, Elgort, which is that. The lead actor? The lead actor. You've seen him in, like, uh, um, oh, what's the name of those movies? So unprepared. Uh, <laughs> he's in, he's in, he's in, there was a death movie. He's in Fault in Our Stars. That's oh, what I'm okay. Trying that, to think that, of. One of those Nicholas Sparks it's, it's, movies. It's a YA movie. Mm-hmm. He was in Fault of Our Stars. He's in all the, the Divergent series. He plays Caleb. He was in he was in a few other films. Like the kids know him. They and because love him. I saw his face in the in the trailer and because I've heard about all those movies that I would never ever see in my entire right, life. Right. I chose not to see Baby Driver, but Tawana went to see it. I she, went to see She is a cinephile. I am that a cinephile. Means she will just see anything that comes see on the screen. Anything that comes on the screen. Me, but however, best I'm be a sure. More best be sure. If it's trash, I'm she calling you out. I will see your trash. I will see your trash. Yeah, but if it's trash, I'm going to call it trash. And if it's good, I'm going to call it good. But anyway, so. And I'll just stay home. But that's okay. <laughs> I drag him. It's okay. I drag him to some things I think he needs to see. But anyway, so in the film, it was uh, what I really liked is they had a full, a full star-studded cast, right? So it was Ansel, Jamie Foxx, John Hamm, Kevin Spacey, and uh, becoming one of my favorites, John Bernthal. Oh, you really? know, Shane oh, yes. from Walking Dead. He was also in Wind River, which we reviewed in episode 10. Soon to be in The Punisher. Look in out the for Punisher, it. which is the next nice. thing I was going to say. Look out for um, it. Where this movie goes wrong is it didn't know what it wanted to be. Okay, it starts out, and Baby is this guy who can't really hear, so he lives in this world of music, gives him comfort, but it also acts as a soundtrack for his life when he does these heists for Kevin Spacey's doc. Mm-hmm. Right? And okay, interesting enough, cool. He's a badass driver and the music works. Great. Then what happens is, you know, um, the group sort of changes and it gets uh, like Jamie Foxx joins. And when Jamie Foxx joins, it becomes a little more dangerous. So now we've got this element of danger and it becomes sort of like a crime drama. Right. So great. Okay. We're watching this crime drama and Jamie Foxx is crazy ass that I just. And I love Jamie Foxx, but I wanted to fucking kill him in this film. I was like, kill him already. He is a horrible guy. So anyway, he's a real asshole in the film. So you didn't like the character? I didn't like the character, but Jamie played it, played the fuck out of it. He did a really good job. Oh, well, there you go. But uh, no, I mean, props to Jamie Foxx because he's awesome. But um, yeah, so, you know, then it became this sort of crime drama, right? Okay, and then the movie wants to end and wrap up. So you wrap up the crime drama shit, okay, and now we're in this sort of fantasy shit where he's like fantasizing about being free and he has a girlfriend and there's this whole thing with them and it almost felt like it was going to jump into glee for a minute and then you think, oh, okay, great, that wraps up without spoiling it for you, that sort of wraps up that. No, it's not over. It continues again. Yes. It continues again and again and again. I'm just like, enough. So how long is the movie? I don't fucking know. It was my life. It was her life. <laughs> it was like a date I didn't want to be on. <laughs> By the time like the whole thing wrapped up with the crime drama, I was ready to go. I was like, all right, we good. No. And that's what made me dislike this movie. Okay, but did you like the musical choices? No. Why? Cause it didn't. I mean, okay, he threw in he threw in some Betty Wright, great little little old R and B soul. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes little Betty Wright. Um, For those who know who Betty Wright is, trust me, you millennials know it. Nas is using it. Um, who else is using? It? Uh, Kendrick Lamar is using it in their music. Mm-hmm. J Cole is using it in his music. You know this woman. Got you it. maybe know her. Oh, you know who just used it too? Um, another one. DJ Khaled. Mm, of course. Of course. But um, she's awesome. So anyway, uh, there was some other shit that I didn't really like. But you know what the millennials will like is that they reintroduced the iPod in this film. 
So you know how they love the retro. Right. And I don't mean to say millennials like I hate you guys because I like you guys. I even I'm date hearing, some I'm of them. I'm hearing a little shade, but I it's date okay. some of them, but half of you guys are useless and half of you are fantastic. So be in the fantastic portion and your life will go well. But what, anyway. What, what one do I fall into? Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Just but you were doing a little ridiculous last week, but it's okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't let you. It's tough. It's tough. I can't let it's that go. It's tough working a 60 hour week. <laughs> it is. It's tough. You know. It's tough. Oh no, 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 no! Wait, that's a, that's that's a joke. It was eighty hours. That's it's cool. eighty hours. That's cool, guys. That's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to have eighty hours. They paid you, and we still love you, Alex. They still paid you, you though, right? I mean, a salary. A salary, not an overtime. Mm. And Bet of course, you it's more than mine. New York labor law. <laughs> <laughs> you can forget about that. Love it. I okay. left socialism behind in New Zealand. They guys, drove you so home. They sent you home in an Uber. Um. Well, <laughs> I had to order a via, and then I expense it at some point. There you go. Sorry, sorry. Eventually, so diverging. It diverging. It's diverging. I'm considered. <laughs> a, I'm considered a hashtag older millennial. Yes, you are. You are being 30 years of age, oh, while Vaughn is Vaughn is 102. There's no need to. And Tawan is like 40 flat. There is no need to like really tell people's ages because this is like ageism. Is it? And is it? I yes, get aggressive oh. when people say my age. Yeah, it? But you're 40 aggressive. flat. I'm. See, bye. All right, so I mean, you just (laughs) knock like all the twenty-year-olds off my off my plate. What? They, you know, they're like, ew, she's old. (laughs) Okay, is that what this podcast is about? Let's bring this podcast. Is this about about slanging? Can can we get back to the? Is this about getting some strange? Oh god, strange uh, in the game. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy! All right, we're back. We're I love, back. A, I love a good derailment. <laughs> Episode eleven. I just like as a millennial snowflake, I got triggered. Millennial snowflake. I got, I got triggered by the term millennial Triggers. naturally because I don't want to be faced with reality. Understand? Snowflake, snowflake. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> bring I feel back. like, but you're like a kiwi snowflake, so you're not quite. So I've got a little bit of that pioneer spirit in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You got a little pioneer. That's all right. That's right. All right. So. <laughs> So overall, so your take on Baby Driver my is My take what? on Baby Driver was this. If you like Ansel, which I'm sure you do, um, especially thirsty for Ansel, especially if you like the YA dramas, you probably dig him. He was good in this. And Does that mean young adult? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. While you're telling that story... Yeah. Could Vaughn mix me a little? Could you mix me a little apple? Would you like a little cocktail? Oh, my little apple, cocktail, bro. Ap- I don't, we got you. We don't have a... This is, he oh, can, no, can. this is from the ice. He can take it straight. He can take it. Oh, straight? Yeah. Mm. Where are you going to dump this? Someone's going to hit it. You're going to shoot it. We're Someone's still recording, though, so go ahead. I know, but this is part of the flow. This <laughs> yes, is part of the part flow. Of it's all right. It's good. It's good. No problem. We can talk about making drinks on a podcast about movies <laughs> right. and drinks. So what I was saying was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize we was a film purist on the other <laughs> side of the. Vaughn is, he's a. So, yeah, you know. he's 102. <laughs> I like things a little more linear and a little more tight. Yeah, I don't, that's okay. it, I don't like as many uh, these, these outtakes as these, folks do. These youngins appreciate <laughs> it. It's for okay. those who like a fucking outtake, <laughs> there's your outtake. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Okay. So now I'm going to make Alex a drink while we're sitting here talking about Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Isn't that, you can, I'm wrapping it up. Can you crack Thank that you. can? I yes. got you. Okay. Crack it. It's going to be good audio. I got you. One, two. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's the sting. I'm going to cut that and use it. Use it. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, so Baby Driver. Okay, if you like Ansel, you'll like this film. Um, If you enjoy a crime drama, you'll like like this this film. film. No, you'll like this film because it has a nice crime drama-esque section with Jamie Foxx and John Hamm and uh, this woman that plays his girlfriend is a whole thing. Um, and John Bernthal makes a nice little appearance. And he always, he's like the Viola Davis of like. A film now. A film now. I think you're right. He puts these little five, ten minute pieces in and it blows your mind. And yep. you're like, damn, Shane. Right. Because <laughs> that's how everybody knows Exactly. Him. You need like ten more minutes at you're least. like, Shane, I fucking love you, dude. Right. All right, peace. You, you were here for killer. That's why I'm, I'm so he's excited for the Punisher. In every goddamn thing we see. He's yeah. in everywhere. <laughs> it's amazing how he is in he's every film. He's just popping up everywhere. <laughs> I think at least three films we've spoken about since the podcast. Exactly. He's been in them. Mm-hmm. So, yes. If you like all these guys and you like a good, nice little crime drama piece, fine, this is for you. 
what I'm going to tell you after that is, when the crime drama is over, collect your shit, get up, and walk away, or turn it off, because the rest is useless. Wow. So, out of 100, gets an 80. Well, how was the love story? Did they fall the in love? The love story was bullshit. Did they fall in love? Of course they fell in love, but it was silly shit. It was like silly little sappy love. If anyone's ever been in love, that's not really love. It's millennial trill. I'm not into sappy love. It was kind of millennial trill. I like quirky love. Because that, I fucking know that actor. Hashtag millennial trill. (laughs) New t-shirt. New t-shirt. Next year, next year t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Swag. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, definitely that. So, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say don't see it. Because it's out of the theaters, I think, mostly. And everybody's seen it. Everybody's. A lot of people it. have seen it. And I know, and I've spoken to some people that said they really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I'm glad you liked it. I don't Well, like I think they also 75%. appreciated the music. And, and the, because the, of the music, and the, the same way we appreciated the right. music in Atomic Blonde. Okay. So you have to give them that. Right. No, I'm giving them that. But what I'm giving them is that the fact is that if you're less than 25, if you're, if you're from 25 down, mm-hmm. You probably really appreciated it because you've never seen a film like this before. And we have. Okay, I get that. So all I'm saying is start with this. But I've seen a whole lot of films and I've seen a whole lot of the same shit over and over again. Exactly. And this is the same shit as a lot of different other films that we've seen. So I'm just saying take a gander, take a chance if you like. It's not trash, but it is. It will annoy you in the last 20 minutes. That's all I'm saying. Or at least it annoyed Tawana. It annoyed the fuck out of me. No, because there were some people in the theater that was like, what is this now? I don't understand what's happening. But when that happens to regular people, you know, the last 20 minutes of your film is trash. But do it. Yeah. Watch it. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. It was good. All right, Tawana, what's the next film? Next film up. She has to take a sip first. Sorry, folks. I took a sip and dripped it all over my shirt. Um... The Incredible Jessica James. Yes. No. Speaking of quirky love. No. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, I feel like the black girls are going to kick me out of the You clip. know what? You're what? out of the clique. And you know, but I, I enjoyed this movie and I, I really, you know, this is part of the summer wrap up. And, this is part of summer And it's, it's on Netflix and I have to give Netflix props because. All day props. This movie would have never been in the theater. Never. This movie would have never, been, have been, never been made, I think. This movie would have never been in the theater and I think that the beauty of Netflix and Amazon and other streaming sources is that you get to see other types of films with different types of characters. Right. She was not your typical African-American woman by any standards well, of film. Well, she is for the millennial standards. But not really, because the millennials don't still don't get that many options of, of black women. Right, but so they, they act other like than, her. Other than... Uh, Issa Rae on uh, No, this girl is not Issa Rae. Don't disrespect no, she, Issa. She's, she's a different I mean, kind Jessica, of Issa Rae. I mean, Jessica Williams, no disrespect. You're a fellow podcaster. I, I respect the nah, two dope queens. Yes, two dope queens is her podcast. subscribe. Yes, and, and Tawana's a follower. I was a follower. And, and that's great. Uh, and also, um, one of the characters in the film you'll recognize from Get Out. So I think uh, that who oh Leif her boyfriend Leif mm-hmm. her boyfriend in the film Lakeif Lakeif is his name Lakeif Lakeif he's in what a lot of stuff what name is that I don't know his name is Lakeif <laughs> he was in Get Out he's in Atlanta too oh, I missed Alex so much this motherfucker <laughs> has so much to say today <laughs> he's in he's in he was in some of his Hi, guys. Is, my name's Lakeif. Um, Lakeif Stanfeld. How you doing? My name's Lakeif Stanfeld. he's a good friend of Jay-Z's. I he wrote was in Crew uh, at Yale. Right. Please get it straight. Let's see. Yeah, I wrote Crew at Yale. Um, my my dad runs that His hedge parents, fund. man. See? That's his parents. But, but see, once again, that's, <laughs> that's the beauty of black people magic, because it's not just black girl magic, it's black people magic. Right. And Lakeif, isn't that his name? Yeah, Lakeif. Lakeif Stanfield. Lakeif Stanfield. Stanfield. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, was, Crown Heights, Get Out. He was in it. He's in Atlanta. He's a yes, he's a regular. Uh, in Atlanta. He's a regular in Atlanta. He was in that Jay Z video where they turned friends around and made it black. Yeah, I didn't see that, but um, that's awesome. Yeah. He was Chandler. Yeah, of course he was. But <laughs> as I said, this film was this film was 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 good to me. I enjoyed it. I know yeah. Tawana. Tawana's really oh, he was not a, a war fan. machine. It was a little too much for her. Hmm? He was in War Machine. You saw that? Who I'm was? Sorry, Vaughn. He Lake was in of. War Machine, Lake of. He was Corporal Billy Cole. Not if you oh, okay. remember that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I remember. Okay. You don't remember shit. I don't remember shit. I'm just saying. Remember shit. Yeah. He just said it. But anyway, I, I enjoyed the film. I, yes. I like the the relationship 
yes. ha- how the relationship was handled and how it was handled in the current way. It dealt with a lot of social me- media issues. It dealt with a lot of how we how we date in New York because it definitely spoke to the New York dating scene. It spoke to the to the Bush the Bushwick dating scene. No, but it was that was the New York that is the New York dating scene. It, it's very much the same in every place. I it guess. just happened to be settled in Brooklyn. But it's always in Brooklyn. shout out to Brooklyn because Brooklyn is the BK. planet. But you know, I, I have to say, I, I think that it was just an interesting story to me, and I, I like the the dynamic between the characters. Really? I like. Her and uh, Chris O'Dowd, who was also in this film, Love you'll Chris remember O'Dowd. him. You'll remember him from Bridesmaids and films like that because he's he's very good. He he's was... also going to be in a new series called Get Shorty. They did a remake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be Shorty. a series, and he's going to be in that. But very funny guy. And mm-hmm. but she she owned this movie. She was, was the lead film? in this film. It's named after her. And she name. she just she handled it. And I think that it was good to see that because she's not your typical lead in a film. So I'm I'm very happy no, to see she's been that. In a few others, but she's not your lead. typical. She lead. wasn't the lead. No. Yeah, she's not your typical lead, and so I I think that I'm glad to see filmmakers taking a chance on 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 stories like this because this is not the story you're gonna see well, every day. I wonder day. how this was made. I wonder if this was like a personal project for her. Well, she she was just she was just in the. She wasn't director of the film. She wasn't director. It was Jim Strauss. She might have had something to do with the writing, but uh. Because the writing was very good. I'm sure she had something to do with the writing. But. Go ahead. Oh, she on. actually has a an actual wall of rejection letters that was in the film. That's her wall. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, what do I say about Jessica James in this? Jessica. Get ready for the shade. The shade is real. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on you, gangster, okay? The incredible Jessica James do it. Go with it. I feel like there is a absolute audience for this out there. Yep. There is a bunch of black girls who wish that they were the black girl on that on that show, Girls. Remember the show, Girls? Mm-hmm. This is her. She's the black girl in that show, Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think she was on Girls. She was on, on a couple uh, episodes. Yeah. Ago. And what I think is there is, and I actually know some girls like this who I've kind of dated. Vaughn thinks that's a problem. But mm-hmm. it's not an issue. It's that's just, also why you hate this movie, but it's okay. It's not why I hate this movie. It's just, I didn't hate this movie. I just, I didn't appeal to me. I tried to like it a lot. I tried to really get into the character. I tried to really get into her head and appreciate her comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get it. Like, it's not that I didn't get it. I just found it annoying. And, <laughs> and okay, great. You're 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 25 in the film, and you're too cool for school, and you want to tell everybody the truth, and you're yay finding your finding your tribe and 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 yes. pushing forth in that land of creativity. And I know what that's like. We know what that's like, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm at the end of Jessica James' life, in right? The 40, early 40 you section where she's like, "Fuck this! I gotta get a regular job." Because, or a job that pays me not freelance money, but like regular money because I can't really afford to just teach. Uh, but she's living her day. She's but she's living her, living, she's living her true life. You know what? As as Ianla would say, go grow with love, beloved. Go yeah. with it. But we've we've all been there for people who are we've trying been to create there. new things. And she's a playwright in this yes. film. She is a playwright, and she's she's trying. She's Firing, in the struggle. She's in right. the struggle. So she's trying to find her way. And this film does a a good layout of what that means: the rejection, right? The hurt from it, the hiding yeah. from it, the the struggle of it, trying to find little side jobs and, and all kind of stuff. It's also like meeting and making a friendship with somebody while you're on the rebound of a right. breakup, which is what was happening in this mm-hmm. film as well and her sort of trying to find her her real life and sort of like on it as she like starts out in her journey and that's great i couldn't relate but doesn't mean that the film was horrible and what i what i enjoyed about it was the fact that there was so much honesty in their relationship in the way she and uh chris o'dowell's character where there was so much honesty and openness that opened them up to actually having a, a decent relationship, well, yeah. whereas that doesn't always happen. And that even with and even with her friend, like her best friend in the film, 
they had a very honest and open relationship. Well, I feel like it's kind of like us. We have a very honest, open relationship. Yes. We talk shit to each other all the time. All the time. Sometimes it's abusive, but it's always met with love. And Alex is sometimes the third in our Alex is the third now. And um, ever since he's joined, it's been it's been blessed. I don't know. Until he went to Mexico and we wanted to curse him. But then after that, we're fine. You know, we're back. Mm-hmm. We hugged it out. We're fine. He brought fancy new equipment in here. Yes, he sure he did. knows he knows the way to a girl's heart. Oh dear God! So I get a sweet set of headphones on my head. That's so fancy now. Oh, um, and you, I feel Alex. amazing. Yeah. So thank you for that. But as I said, it's it's really about the honesty and openness in the. It is about the honesty and openness in the film. That was I just think. very refreshing to see. The writing yes. is good in this film too. I think that. People sleep on that, but the writing is is what was key in this film. I think that I'm still asleep. I still I seen the writing that was she, great. The writing was good in the film, and I, 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 I want barely thought them. the acting was fantastic. The <laughs> but like I said, she I, she is someone to watch and and I think someone she's to someone to, to watch. Check out her podcast. I think she's an Issa Rae Junior. I'm gonna say that. Okay, love Issa Rae, love Insecure all day. Love Issa Rae. I feel like she's a Issa Rae Jr. and I yeah. think she's gonna get her shit even tighter and be on par. But remember, these women are opening the doors. They're, these they're women are opening doors. Well, Issa Rae is opening the door for her to pull through on this quirky woman thing. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, um, insecure black girl thing, insecure woman thing. So it's definitely. It's definitely opening a door for that, which makes her film even possible because it felt very insecure a little, but just the New York version of insecure. You know what I mean? Because New Insecure is very LA, but um, I think. What I would have loved was a New York soundtrack. I would have liked the New York soundtrack completely, and I would have liked. A little more New York feel. You Besides, could tell from the but. Well, it was a very Brooklyn feel. It was a very Brooklyn feel. But they I would, didn't give you the rest of New York. They didn't give you the rest of New York. They, they gave you a lot of Bushwick, and, and Bushwick, and Red Hook, and, and, and Greenpoint. Bushwick, Red Hook, and Crown Heights. Yeah, that's and like that too. It's pretty much what we got, which is fine. Everybody likes that section of Brooklyn. Okay, great. But I don't know. <laughs> I just well, didn't. I didn't I'm, buy I'm be, it. I'm bedside like, all day. I was like, she's fucking Chris O'Dowd, really. It was cute though. I mean, she's fucking crystal dead. That it, it was like a green point story. It was just like, eh, eh, but but it it still like, works. What are you saying about Greenpoint? Nothing. Yeah, she's actually saying a whole lot. I'm not saying anything. Saying a whole lot. It was man. just like I felt like, oh, what they made a joke in the film that everyone smells either like cheese or pickles or something like that. Because yeah. I feel like everybody they say in the film they feel like everybody they pass on the street looks like they work at a pickle store. <laughs> like, I will give them that one. That was a funny one, and it's true. It's but it's true. it's relatable in that way. It is, and, I, and even for non-New Yorkers, I think that you can yeah. watch the film and get something from it as far as the relationship goes, and even her family dynamic because she was the child of divorced that parents. I was related to. I could, you know, she's to that. the parent. Yes. She's the daughter of divorced parents, and she was dealing with that. Yes. And how you deal with your parents, you know, being older and they're divorced. So I think that that was an interesting element in the also film too. Also being. From a city now, having moved from wherever you moved from. She, they were from Ohio. They were from Ohio. Mm-hmm. So if you move from, say, Midwest, New Zealand, you know, wherever you're coming from. <laughs> some of, some of well, how New Zealand always factors you know. into all of these things, though. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you know you're know, you Some our, other planet to New York. You're our international connection. Whether right. you're from Nantucket or Narawahia. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. There you go. That was a mouthful that I'm not repeating. Yeah, are you not... <laughs> You don't want to give that a go? I don't want to give no. that a go. But right. as a Southern boy, moving <laughs> but I will to New York say this. And growing up in New York now, that should yes. be a, that should be a, how you do it. I, I will say a, this. I want it to be I've a gotten t-shirt. a ton of people who are like, "Oh my God, who's your sound guy? I love his accent." Oh, oh who said that? Oh, there's a few. Yeah, I'll introduce. All right, <laughs> we're paying them. Okay, Alex, we're paying them. They didn't really say They're it. like, "Oh my God." Paying them so, with what? You like know. dry, sarcastic jokes. Yes, that's what he's like paying them with. A bad fucking attitude, because you've got that in space. Grumpy like, old man <laughs> in space. We're giving out credit for that now. Grumpy yeah? old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it like actually chips. has a monetary. I ain't value. got shit for you, bitch. <laughs> what you but need? <laughs> what you need? Like a plenty of sass, motherfucker. What you need? Yes, what you, <laughs> what you need? What you need? <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Because what I think you need, I got plenty of. I got plenty of, <laughs> motherfucker. 
Listen, so, sorry, I just I had a I had we, an altercation with Vaughn right as I came into the studio okay. today. It's all right. And we're watching. Like, hey, fantastic. Vaughn, how you do? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Old okay. Man. Okay. I'll, well, I'll take the brand new headphones I bought you and shove them up your ass. Yeah. We love him. Yeah, we love him. What do you? What do you? What do you it's say? It's all he's love in this room. He's an ornery. What's he's the? He's an ornery old fuck. <laughs> what is okay. ornery? I want to explore ornery. that word a bit more because you. I don't know. It's very proper. They're a little, um, <laughs> ornery folks are a little, um, what's the word? I'm Googling it. Little, I was going to say, can we Google oh it? Oh, God, Google. Ornery. Thank God for Google. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm how gonna, do we spell ornery? Hold on. I've got, I've got some audio here. Anyway. Okay, you got I it? I really don't think ornery. our fans want to oh, hear about up, it. Up, 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 up. Google Translate. Ornery. Ornery. All right, so it is pronounced ornery. Ornery. Synonyms. Ornery. Synonyms. Oh, no, hold on. The description is bad-tempered and combative. Oh, that's me the, all day. In, hold on, hold on. In, in situ, in situ. Yeah. Some hogs are just mean and ornery. Yes. Synonyms: grouchy, grumpy, cranky, crotchety, cantankerous, oh, bad-tempered, ill-tempered, dyspeptic, yes, irascible, waspish. Yes. An alternate be. meaning is stubborn. Yes. Taking the singer's ornery radicalism in a different direction. Absolutely. You could Taking say, the podcaster's ornery radicalism in a different direction. Us. We're going to do that. That's Vaughn hashtag ornery. Excuse me. Vaughn is ornery. Ornery radio. Ornery radio. Right. That's your own podcast. That's your it's own. your spinoff. That that's is your, the hashtag t-shirt. That's you doing your Zane, bro. That's me. That's, yeah. you, that's, that's you going full Zane and having your own podcast going solo. That's Ornery right. Radio yeah. is your t-shirt. Ornery Radio is, is <laughs> coming next, folks. Get ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm just going to bash all kind of shit. It's like right, the grind. It's like the grinding, grind my gears. Yeah. From uh, Family Guy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, right. You know what else would grind my gears? We got to wrap up, folks. People gotta, walking slow in the subway. I know. We we know. We can't give them all the New York stuff yet. Walking slow in the subway. Walking slow in the street. So, Tawana. Yes, baby. As we wrap up our summer wrap up. What I have to say about summer before we go, because I think it's important to know, there were a lot of movies that came out this summer, some of which we, we even talked about in the podcast. Yes. But there were a lot of hits and a lot of misses. So, if there's something you want to catch and see, look out for you know, on HBO now, on, on DVD, yes. Redbox, whatever, yes. however you get your movies, check them out. Absolutely. And so episode 12 is going to be Mother? our horror episode. Yes. So it's going to be It and it's going to be Mother. Yeah, I'm ready. What's my future ex-wife, Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, dear God. And um, if you want to say anything to us or... Or mention anything about the episode, or give us some suggestions. Please do find us on our social media platforms. Please, please We're on Facebook, at us. Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud, where you can hear all our episodes under Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. Let us know what you think, and uh, remember the hashtag hashtag BBM Podcast. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again. See you next time. That was awesome.